keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. Welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of sad style, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. I am here with my new co-host, Scotty Chaps Chaplin. Holy shit. Holy shit. Now I'm not saying Ray and Chris. Chris Chris is... And Ray are still co-hosts. <laughs> it's the four uh, horsemen. <laughs> four horsemen. But Chris couldn't be here because he's sick. We taped two today. That means he's not going to tape next week. And an hour before this episode, uh, Ray said that he couldn't be here. So maybe Ray's in the rafters like Sting watching us. I have no idea. But we've got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Um, and we haven't. We're, we're going to be going through the whole week of wrestling. We're going to be going through everything. I don't know even know how long this episode is going to be. Um, but the 10 count covers everything and there's more shit ever. There's, there's something else. There's 11 account. There's, there's something new. I, you know, I'm, I'll add that at the end, but there's something new that happened today that I, we, we've got to talk about it. Oh, something happened today. Yeah. It's, it, it's not like a, it's not like a big news thing, but it is kind of big news if you're in, or right, oh. I'll just tell you it first. This is the bonus. Lovely. It didn't, it didn't make the, it didn't make the 10 count today, but, uh, WWE has hired a continuity writer. Which is the craziest thing? Wow, they've never done that before. How? Uh, first off, how are they going to do that? Like, how? There's going to be now somebody th- that 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 surmises that there's going to be somebody in the room saying to Vince, like, "Hey, you can't really do that because four weeks ago you said that he killed his sister in a drunk driving yeah, accident." Person, yeah, as opposed to the usual seven months on staff, <laughs> <laughs> they'll be there for about two. Well, here's the thing, you know, they're. Going to Fox, and from what we've heard, rumors, right, which is just other people like us, probably, <laughs> yeah, um, guessing like us, they've been saying that Fox wants it to be more realistic, and if you want it to be more realistic, things have to make sense. You can't have a guy <laughs> doing the cha-cha one week. I uh, think Rupert Murdoch's just going to have to have Vince killed if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to make it more realistic. Well, that's what I was laughing about WrestleMania. Like our, our buddy uh, Michael was on it. Michael Che and Colin Jones yeah. was on it. And then there's a part in it where Kevin Nash and Scott Hall <laughs> imply that they that they're sticking they're they're gonna stick their fingers up their asses. So like, that's a part of wrestling continuity now. Well, like what happened uh, at WrestleMania let's 35? Get to the Ten count number one <laughs> WrestleMania. Let's let's tackle that segment first. Yeah, what was that supposed to be? Were they about to get? Dude, I don't like, know. And I, I was, I was listening to like a reputable wrestling podcast. It was, maybe it was Conan. I don't know who it was, but they were like going down the show, and then it was like, 
you know, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash with the, the SNL guys. Hilarious. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that part. I'm like, how the fuck are you like, the women's match was was, was sloppy. And then he was like, the, the fingers in the ass is like always a definite plus. <laughs> I think that that's just like what he, I used to have a bit about that. I think that's just what humor is for wrestling. Yeah, they're like, oh, we ribbed him. What did you do? Oh, we shaved his eyebrows and we burned his passport. Yeah, it's like, a bunch of dudes like, grabbing each other's dicks. That's all. Like that's, that's the only way they can laugh. Their bags. Yeah. Oh man, that's all of it. But yeah, let's go through WrestleMania. The highlights. <laughs> it's been a week now, so I think we can really just tell. Like you know, a week later, you can tell what really sucks and what was really great. Yeah. Starting off, uh, the Kofi Daniel Bryan match is going to go down as one of the best WrestleMania matches in history. Easily. Top ten. I cried. I cried. Yeah, we, we talked about this. This yeah, may I not have, have to sob, do with the Kofi Daniel like, wow. Bryan thing. This may have to do with you needing therapy, but <laughs> it, 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 maybe it was about Kofi. I'm not sure. Um, but you think that was top ten of all time? Yeah, I mean, I can't name many more. Michaels, right? Hogan Michaels slamming taker. Andre. Oh well, Michaels. Okay, Michaels Taker. I was talking about Michaels winning the title from Brett. Oh, I would. I, I thought that Brian and Kofi was better than that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Okay, wow. Okay, so I'm gonna say it's top five. Wow, it's up there. I, I just really like the fact that Brian uh, went for like a ground and pound style the whole time, and it wasn't just like this spot fest. Is he? Is he the greatest professional wrestler in the world? He may give Michaels a run for his money by the end of this. I Dude, mean, the thing is, his matches aren't as good as Michaels' matches. Do you, but they tell just as good of a story. And I don't know why nobody's talking about this more. When they're fighting and he starts to do the yes motion. Yeah. And the crowd is going, no. Yeah. No. And he knew that was going to happen. But it's because he's that good. If he wasn't that good and he started doing the yes motion, people would go, yes, yes. Yeah. But they went, no, because fuck him. Even eh. though three years ago... They were crying when he won this shit. Yeah. He's the fucking greatest. He, he's the, and you can tell he loves being a heel. Oh, like, he, it, he even loves at, being a wrestler. It's like, yeah, it's even at so the Hall of Fame, like when they when, when the camera pointed him, people started booing. You could see yeah. he got like a half smile. <laughs> yeah. He was like it was yes. like everything for him to stop smiling. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, that's how good he is in this a day and age, you don't because like there was a point where once Ric Flair became Ric Flair, he could never be a heel again. No. Truthfully. Yeah. You yeah. know, like even in evolution, people like they were one of the things with evolution that always tease Ric Flair going face and then he would, you know, crotch mm -hmm. chop Triple H because people didn't want to see Ric Flair in that light. No, no. But, oh, and, and wait, hold on. Let's talk about Kofi, too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the jerk? biggest achievement for a black wrestler oh, ever. And we're just so talking about just applauding the white guy the whole time. <laughs> uh, holy shit, Kofi. And it's like to know that was him the whole time. Obviously, yeah. just he was very capable, just like so many of those guys are capable. Really cool moment. And then I saw CM Punk uh, in an interview just yesterday, I guess, because I was always wondering what their relationship was like because yeah. they were they were like road wives, you know. Yeah. And he, you know, he said he's happy for him, but it should have happened ten years ago, which is a very punk answer. That's probably the sweetest you could get from him. Yeah, that's the. He yeah. still wants to. In a weird way, he still kind of made it about him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> about I was right. They they suck as a company. <laughs> that's but. that's like that's that's what they. I really thought that they were gonna like premiere like a fruity pebbles belt, and I'm glad they didn't. 
Oh yeah, well remember I texted I you and I was like I was like the box inside the box. What did you, th- what I did you thought, think? I thought Oh, I thought it was going to be I thought they were going to turn heel. Yeah, it was the dumb. So <laughs> I was like they're not going to do yeah, that, no. Scott. They opened the no box. Way. It's just What was in the box? Snakes. I don't know. Snakes. I don't know. Oh, but what was in the box and this is actually kudos to the writers for this. Holy shit. So earlier in the day that t-shirt was leaked. The Daniel Bryan t-shirt was leaked. I mean, the the uh, the Kofi Kingston being the champion shirt was leaked, right? And everyone was like, oh, shit, Dave Meltzer shared it, and people were mad at him. And of course he did. Even though, even though no one yelled at the WWE for fucking <laughs> dropping it on accident. Of course, Dave. Yeah. Dave, you think you could trust Dave Meltzer with anything? No, 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 no. I don't know how AEW is going to work because he, <laughs> he seems so entrenched with those guys, how he's not going to spoil things every, every day. Um, but... Where were we? Okay, so they leaked the Kofi T-shirt on accident, and so everyone's like, "Well, Kofi's winning." So then, what they did was they had Curtis Axel earlier in the night at some point wearing a Daniel Bryan one shirt, right? So oh, you go, well, what the fuck is that? To confuse people, then they bring out the box. You go, "What's in the box?" At the end of the match, they open it. Here's the T-shirts. So now, when you go back and say you fucking leak, you accidentally leaked the results. It was no, we. We leaked the T-shirts that Big E and Xavier made for him in case he won. It's like, that's fucking impressive. That's continuity. And they need to give a shit about that more often because we're consuming, 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 and we give a shit about these details. We care. We watch everything like it's a murder mystery. Yeah. And so... How many plot holes are there? Like Even every though whenever week, a wrestler murders someone, it's, there's usually no mystery. They, we usually find out about it the next yeah. day. Yes, yeah. Or it's covered up. But we'll be getting that Viceland doc in a second. I don't know why. I, it sounded like I was burping while I said that. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm just uh, taking it all in. Did you like the way they took the title off Brock? I did. I did. I, I did for two reasons. It was awesome while we were there. It was like, it was a huge pop. Had to be. Heyman walking out while Hogan's music is playing is so fucking cool. And the way he he said, let's get this over with, sounded like, you know, like when you hear about the rumors of Brock and the way he is backstage, you're like, oh, fuck, did he not get his way an hour ago? You know what I mean? And like they were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let him pin me and let me go. Like, I didn't know what was going on. And then Seth wins, and it's like, you you needed that first because it wouldn't have gotten the same reaction later on in the night. Well, I thought, yeah, everyone thought Brock was going to go over. But I did have a feeling when he came down to that, I'm like, is Seth going to win? Yeah. Because they're not going to open a show with Seth losing. No, it would be so uncomfortable. Unless it was literally like, since it is the first match, like a major run-in or debut of someone, but who, you know, yeah. It yeah, it needed, it needed that pop to start I also, I also think it shows how little that match mattered in the eyes of so many people. Like, that they were like, how do we trick people into being excited about this? And they did. They did trick us into being excited yeah. about it. But it was still a fucking trick. You, you think Seth's the right guy to have the title right now? Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any, I don't, the title doesn't exist in my eyes. And so to yeah. me, it's just like, yeah, give it to anybody and let's start over because we're starting over right now. Yeah. That's how it feels. It's like this feels like a brand new title. Like, I think they should remind people how important it is. Like every week they should have like a in the past. This is, you know, because I feel like people don't remember that it matters. I think they need to change. That, that's a title they need to make gold or something. Yeah. Like, it yeah. just looks like a big candy apple still. It's atrocious. It's atrocious looking. Um. And the women's main event. 
I, I thought it was a sloppy match. Yeah, I felt but, bad. But, uh, you know, it, it was still cool to be there. And it was it was cool to see Becky win. People were going back and forth of whether or not, you know, the referee genuinely fucked up or whether or not it's an angle. So they can, you know, have a match between her and Rousey later on, whether it be next year's WrestleMania or yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, but you, you make the angle a little less obvious. Like, I mean, she wasn't even close to being pinned. She wasn't. Yeah. It's really embarrassing. And and so for the ref to do that, like I've, I've talked to other people who were there. Like, what was your reaction there? Well, I didn't see because I was so far and I was like looking at the ring while this happened. So it just looked like she got pinned. So it looked like she got pinned in like a small, which was even weird then. Like the whole crowd was like, huh? You know, like they were excited, but they're, but then when you rewatch it and you see that she kicks out at one and then it's a two and three. Yeah. It's a real bizarre look. I think that the match also got really slowed down because of the Charlotte entrance. When we were there, we had the helicopter oh, the thing, helicopter and then we saw thing, the helicopter. Yeah. And it looked really cool, I'm guessing, if you're like watching it live. It's very cool. It's very cool. But if you're in the stadium, it's it's like a little bizarre. Uh, and then you have the Ronda Rousey entrance, and then you have the Becky Lynch entrance, which is kind of like no frills. Yeah. Just some smoke that came out, some yeah. steampunk smoke. But it, it's great that she has the title. Smoke. It's, it's uh, I mean, you know, she still had the best year out of anybody. Yeah, for she sure. should she should win wrestler of the year as far as like the PWI ratings are concerned. Yeah, because did she? Guy, well, I guess it was because 2018 they didn't count it. They, well, no, what 2018 was Omega, right? I, I think it was AJ again. No, it was Omega. I, ha- I think I, I think I have it. I think he's on the cover. Oh, he is. What yeah, because Omega won last year. Remember last summer he won the title finally. Right, it was right. Definitely Omega. But uh, that would be great. But, you know, all those guys, Omega and all those guys that Meltzer loves, and I love, but Meltzer loves, um, I mean, he can't really rank them much this year because they're not really active at all. No. I'm looking at the top 500 right now. Um, No, you're right, Kenny Omega. For some reason, I thought it was AJ Styles. Brock was still number four. Yeah, it's strange. Very strange. But when Brock shows up, it feels like a real fight. Who else can say that? It feels very real. It's yeah, it feels exciting. very real. He's still it's still fun to watch it. If yeah. you watch his clips, it's still really fun. He's the shit. He's he's one of the best ever. Yeah, I agree. Um, as far as disappointments, you know, I, I, I and I've been hearing this week people were like, I really like the Batista and Triple H match. I've heard that from a couple people. I don't know if it was different watching at home, but in the arena, it was fucking dead. Partially because they went like 23 minutes and there wasn't enough, like, there wasn't enough hijinks. Like, I felt like there should have been, like, sting-level hijinks for that match. Yeah, I I agree with that. I thought there were some spots that were really cool. That was a match that when I was watching it with the entrances, I was like, this must be really cool, like, for someone who isn't from here. Yeah. To see that and, like, hear the language and not understand what's happening and just going, oh, these people are ridiculous. Like, this is the most... Besides the trip, Batista's entrance in like the two Uber Blacks was oh yeah, awesome, fucking awesome, yeah, awesome. The the uh, the nose ring part, awesome. I loved that. I loved those See, little. In, like in a PG era, it's so hard to do that because he should be like bleeding, right? It should be like yeah. So apparently, what he did was pretend he pulled it out, and then Batista took it out, and then the ref took one out of his pocket to like show the crowd. You know, <laughs> that's apparently what happened. But it didn't look like that. It looked like he pulled his nose ring out. I thought that was fun. It's just way too long. And it's probably shouldn't have long. happened. I mean, what a goddamn bummer that I don't feel like someone 
bought the network because Batista was going to be in a match. And it shouldn't no. be that way. They should have done something. I mean, he really is a legitimate star. He's about to be in the biggest movie of all time. It's going to be the biggest movie of, of all, all time. time. It comes out in a week. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I think they should have treated him like that. I don't know why they didn't. I think that there's got to be some anger from Triple H that he's he's a guy who made it out. And like yeah. The Rock made it out, but The Rock made it out. He was such a big deal in WWE. So The Rock's it's such a given. It's like it's like when Dave Chappelle, no one argues that Dave Chappelle's the greatest. They just go, okay, like it's yeah. a given that that's gonna be said or but happen. Batista's career, I think it it got it irked. shocked him. It's got to irk. Yeah, because it shocked him, and it could have been him. You know, because Batista couldn't thing, have though. No, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Triple H and the Chaperone. The guy has that. That's that the biggest Blade problem with Triple H. Triple H is not fucking funny. See, I Triple think H, he H is thinks funny. he's funny. I think he's a he's a bully, and I think bullies are funny. Come on, man! Like, like using a squirt gun for his yeah. Hall of Fame oh, that speech, like corny. that stuff, like the kibasa. That's corny. But that video online of him walking around, give, be, oh, that giving was the tour of like the <laughs> WWE like shop center at MetLife. Just doesn't give a shit. And he's so irritated, and it's like, oh, this guy's <laughs> hilarious. I love this guy. My favorite thing ever was like they had a, a W. I was on cocaine and I was like reading WWE magazine. This was like in 2006. <laughs> it was right when like Triple H was coming back to fight Booker T at SummerSlam, and I was like doing lines and reading uh, yeah. uh, Triple H's interview. Oh, man. It was really disgusting. But one of it was like Triple H. What's your favorite show on TV? And he goes, Grey's Anatomy. I just think it's really well written. <laughs> <laughs> what a vulnerable moment. <laughs> Like he gave like a real answer. <laughs> I watched the video. It was just posted. It was like the day of WrestleMania, and it was like Triple H explaining his his meal routine, and it's just oh, him sitting that. there like shoveling oatmeal in his face, not looking at the person or the camera. And they're like, "What do you do?" And he's just like, "Food is just fuel, fuel at this point." At this it's point. just like, "Oh, this guy's fucking gone. <laughs> this is his life." Yeah, I mean, he's got. Could you imagine just? Like being Vince's son-in-law and running that company and having to have that physique all the time. Plus, he's he's got to be on steroids. That guy's got to be jacked. There, yeah, I mean, there has to be something going on. I mean, he is kind or of thin, which is cool. But uh, yeah, I always wonder like what's what's incredible. the deal with him and Stephanie. Well, he's the one wrestler who's probably not allowed to cheat on their wives. I don't know. I would assume. It, I would imagine. You know, I would I assume a, a lot of. I have reasons. a theory. Yeah, I, th I have a theory that like. Yeah. He like likes he's like Seamus come in for the night. Oh, you think it's dudes? I think it's both. Wow, that's interesting. I mean, he, you know, he dated China. I think, he dated I think China, you're dude. Confusing what you think with what you want. <laughs> <laughs> they could. Um, I mean, I mean, that would be. I mean, no. I mean, but Stephanie McMahon is hot enough, but imagine like fucking having a threesome with like Stephanie and I guess whoever the fuck but they also want. The problem with something like that is these are people who are gonna they run the company, and so it's like if something like that leaks, I don't think it's with the wrestlers. That would leak. I think. No, I think you get, they would get an escort. Yeah, or like, yeah, whatever that type of money gets you, they'll get right. that, you know? Pretty it's cool Patterson in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and Vince has to know, because he did that, how is he going to tell Triple H anything? No, I, I'm, oh, I'm sure that that's not. Vince has probably tried to get Triple H laid, for sure. By Linda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no way would you have sex with linda mcmahon yeah yeah me too if i wasn't in a loving relationship yeah 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 but yeah i totally fuck just for the wrong. story just for and like there's the so many the older part. women i would fuck for the story and just cuz madeline albright just because you come at the end i don't understand why 
when people go like, would you let a guy suck your dick for a million dollars? Like, yeah, yeah. I'd let an anteater blow me. What are we, why are we, you think, you think I'm, I'm even going to question so long, human? Though, coming with an anteater? I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see their uh, biology, you know? <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, I'd get, I would, yeah, people always like, how much would it take for you to get like fucked in the ass by a guy? And I'm like, 50 grand? I yeah, exactly. Guess. It's you like, I, yeah, yes. Yeah, for, oh, yeah, insanity. <laughs> Even just like rent free for like a good while. And I know my fiance would be fine with it because she'd be like, oh, you didn't enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. Dumb. Number two, NXT. <laughs> I think we do we hit everything with WrestleMania. I mean, the one thing that we didn't hit was Hulk Hogan <laughs> coming out in the beginning, messing up MetLife Stadium. He called it MetLife Center. No, I think it was a he was he was it was doing a Superdome, but then he messed no. it up again. Yeah, unless it's called MetLife Center. I thought it was called MetLife no, Stadium. No, it's MetLife Stadium. Yeah, so he does the whole Silver Dome Superdome joke. You think it's a it was and a he's rib? like just kidding. Hey, we MetLife Center, and it was like uh, I think that's you thought a it was rib. a rib. I don't know. Who knows? If it is a rib, I think they told him. It's called MetLife Center. Go ahead. And he was like, okay, great. Like, it was a rib on him. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's probably what it was. He's got tattoos. You saw that? What are the tattoos of? I, I, oh, I don't know. But he's got tattoos all, all on the side of his arms. Aryan and Brotherhood. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> Most Richard <likely>. Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else about WrestleMania that we want to talk about? I mean, it's been a week now. I thought. I thought... I thought Everything was so great. It was one of my favorite WrestleMania. AJ and Orton, I thought was really good. Oh, did you hear what? Well, a, a lot of people live. They couldn't see it. Sucks, man. Really a bummer. There was some cool stuff in that match. Uh, I thought Bobby Lashley versus Finn was. Good. I actually thought that was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, hey, AJ, I mean uh, Corbin versus Angle was trash. But trash. I thought both tag matches were great. I I really liked the uh, the SmackDown match, and I really liked the Raw match in yeah, the pre-show. They were good. I thought the Battle Royal was good. I thought the Men's Battle Royal was, was all good. right. Yeah. It's The Women's Battle Royal stuff. Listen, if I still if the company still like allowed me to have any hope for Braun Strowman, I would have hated it. But since I understand what his role is now, sadly, I was just like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. They ruined him. They totally ruined him. Sucks. Number 2, NXT. Velveteen Dream, I'm going to just start off by saying is the hottest thing in professional wrestling. Yeah. But who's your fa- who's the best wrestler? Kenny Omega. You think it's Kenny? Or Okada. Why do you think Velveteen's the hottest thing? He's the hottest thing? What are they? Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think like the, the persona. It's I just the thought coolest that entrance. Persona it's the, the coolest world. persona. I it's so I was watching he, it. In was ring, just like, he just he just wrestles like his character. Yeah, I was just like, God damn, is like the way he moves and stuff. Yeah. And like of course there's like there's like gay undertones or whatever. Or yeah. at least feminine undertones. Trisexual. But He'll try he, anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's his gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, uh, and I thought that match was pretty good. I Him think he's a phenomenal actor. I think that's what it is. It's like one of the first times I'm watching wrestling and going, wow, this guy can act his ass off in the yeah, ring. In the and ring. Then, yeah. It's still a little weak on the mic. I agree. I agree. And I, th- I think, you know, most of his matches, a lot of time, I, I think he is getting a lot of assistance. I don't, I don't, I never, every time I watch a match, I'm, I never go, oh, he, he dominated or he, you know, it's always like, it's always, oh, both guys did a great job. It's never yeah. he did a great job. But uh, with a great match, is it ever the one guy dominated? 
Besides those like Lesnar squash with Cena in SummerSlam 2016. Yeah, like, that was great. I don't know. I feel like, that was I, feel like, like I remember watching Michaels carry guys all the time and going, oh, that was fun. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, he would do that with Sid. He made that Survivor Series match great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really thought that they were going to put the title on Adam Cole. I did too, actually. So I'm surprised about that. Well, just because Gargano was on... SmackDown kind of for so a SmackDown and they kind of they flip flopped him too much yeah, so then they made the win it. not that big of a deal I thought that that match was a blast I know some it was people were complaining too many kickouts this and that but holy shit Meltzer gave it five and a half stars is that what he gave it I don't know I, I actually did. don't read the Wrestling Observer oh I do I like it what did he uh, what did he give Wrestlemania as a whole I don't know as a whole but he was fair he was fair yeah I mean obviously Kofi and Brian got the most love, but he was he was fair. It was yeah. And NXT he rated better than anything the whole weekend. I think it was the best show all weekend. Yeah. 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 Walter versus uh Pete Dunn was unbelievable for me. I I, I, I don't I just don't get Walter <clears throat> yet. He's just a big fuck. He's big but he's like he's not like he's so out of shape. Yeah, but like there's big monster people like that. And that's how I like what really helped me with wrestling was two years ago, I decided to look at it like Street Fighter. I did it because of Zack Sabre Jr., because it was so hard to watch him. Mm-hmm. And even though he was so good, he's the thinnest man. Yeah, he's so thin. Literally, I might have ever seen. And you're wrestling, and yeah. you're that thin, you know? And so. He had a good match. And so I'm going, oh, look at it like Street Fighter. So if you're thin in Street Fighter, like what would your benefits be or whatever, you know, like there's yeah. like if you're a fat guy, you'd be good at this thing. If you're a thin guy, oh, well, maybe a guy can't grab you in this thing because you'd slide out or maybe you would be able to bend your body this way. Like when you look at it this way as as their bodies are their attributes and whatever the right, hell it right, is, right. then it's way easier to enjoy these guys. And so that's how I look at Walter and yeah. Kevin Owens. Yeah. And no. Kevin Owens looks like he has a tumor. <laughs> Kevin's Owens stomach Kevin, is a Kevin rock. Owens is like like Somalian malnutrition yeah. child fat. Like it's just oh, one yeah, big it's, bulbous whoo, front. Yeah, it's bad. And that's yeah. all diet. But, he eats like shit, right? I mean, he has to. I right? I don't fucking know, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he eats like shit. Yeah. Or he's sick. He could be sick. Yeah, let's make it more depressing. <laughs> and I thought the opening tag match was great. The passing of the torch to the oh that was so war great. raiders so great women's match was it was was fine I like Bianca Belair a lot and yeah everyone too. seems to kind of shit on her but I think I like she's all good. of them all right and what other what other match that was it those are five and, matches and that's why it's the best show you only need five five matches two and, and a half and hours in and out. You know, maybe maybe three hours. It was a pretty flawless show. I mean, the the the, the problem with WrestleMania again, it's like I I thought there was a, a, a phenomenal show in there, uh, you know, but it was surrounded by an a good show because yeah. there was so much other shit you didn't need. I was lucky. I, f- I fell asleep uh, during the Batista Triple H match, and so when I woke up, I got to watch everything else like first thing in the morning. Yeah, and. I didn't go online or anything, and so nothing was spoiled for me, and it right. just felt like a continuation. But I was wide awake. And so I had this advantage where I was like, oh, that was one of the best manias I ever saw. And then everybody else was just like, holy shit, it dragged so long. And yeah, like, it, oh, did, yeah, it really I, dragged by the end of it. Yeah. If I fell asleep during it, that's not a good thing. 
I also I never need to go to another WrestleMania game because I went there and it was it was terrific. I got free tickets. It was awesome. But getting back from MetLife after that was like so fucking brutal, dude. Like they had like one train that went to Secaucus and like it was raining and it was like <laughs> the funniest moment of the weekend happened where uh, uh, we started like yelling like. Uh, bullshit, bullshit. The at, train at, at the train? And then the train conductors go, Whoa, we can't fucking do anything. And then everyone just shut up. <laughs> it was like, wow. it was like our dads were yelling like getting at us. yelled at by your parents. <laughs> 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 we are sorry. <laughs> Please don't hate us. Yeah, it was, it, it, it had that, it had that moment. <laughs> Number, oh man okay number three new japan ring of honor for me this is a, a tale of two different shows oh. there was an amazing new japan show Buddy. and a garbage ring of honor show it was like so crazy so being there live this is seriously how it felt and i brought my girlfriend who is not a wrestling fan a new japan match would happen and we would seriously be like oh my god do you feel the love in this room yeah. Do you feel how happy we all are to be here? Why does does it feel like we're in Japan? There were so many beautiful feelings of like, this is professional wrestling yeah. and this is what events can do. And we had so many exciting ideas. And then it would be like, and then Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor was like a Kiss cover band. <laughs> like it was like, like it was just like, what the fuck? Why is he taking that bump? Like it was. It Ring was, of Honor put on the worst show dude, all week. Like whoo. even compared to Raw and SmackDown, whoo. the worst show. An invasion it was like, angle it was with like, Cass it was, and Enzo. This, this was the week you decided to like. <laughs> Change up what the fuck you were. We bought tickets for a reason, well, and then they you had decided Ring of Honor, like, and it was NXT on Friday night. Yeah, yes, and then, yes. And then whatever the fuck that was. This was this was a decision by the company. This was a decision by the company, and I, I have a feeling this was like I feel like Bubba pushed stuff like this, <laughs> and I feel like it was them going, look, a lot of eyes are gonna be on this, just like they sold All In. Like All In was a pilot, really. Like, hey, right. look, look at this, look what we could make, and they were like, let's make our pilot. And then they went in this direction of chaos. And look, there was some really cool moments. Like, like uh, I thought the ladder match was great. I th I didn't love the ladder match. Oh no, I really no. liked it. I actually liked Bubba Ray's match with uh, with, with Juice? Flip. Yeah, yeah, with Flip and Juice and all those guys. It was so fun to watch. So fun, really entertaining. Um, I thought the uh, PCO bump was insane when they. I mean, when they, he's he's crazy. Madman. There there was a lot of cool parts to it. There, it did have feeling. It didn't feel like a Ring of Honor show. At times, it felt like a good ECW show. That's what it 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 felt like a new company, like this new other company that just decided to show up. And I was interested, but what the fuck are you doing? And then the Enzo thing, we all thought it was real, right? Because so they did and, a good and, job and that's in that awesome. Sense. Oh, dude, I never. I never felt like that at wrestling, where everyone in the I was in the 100s. Everyone in the 100s wanted to run down and help <laughs> the Briscoes and Bubba. Like seriously, we were we were in the aisles. Like so, my aisle and, and an aisle above us walked out of the aisle to be to be on the steps. The Briscoes, who for sure have done worse shit than Enzo, of course. And also, life. it's like it's like. Oh, the Briscoes are fist fighting Enzo, and he's not dead yet. Like maybe it's fake, and so right, like, like, but so we're freaking the fuck out, and we are very like we're very upset because Enzo did that thing at SummerSlam, and so we're like, this is some, 
this is what we thought. Summer Slam was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Hilarious, but this is what we thought. fake fucking wig. We thought that they hopped the guardrails thinking, oh, we're going to hop the guardrails and like yell at you guys. And when they hopped the guardrails, the Briscoes were like, get the fuck out of here and beat the shit out of them. Like if anybody jumped in the ring, they get the shit kicked out of them. So that's what it felt like. And then I'm sitting there and Khaleesi's like, why are are you upset? And I'm like, it felt like a real fight. And it was like, it was such an, it was like, this real fight ruined my fake fights. That's what it felt like. It was like, I came here for the fake fights, the beauty and majesty. Because if you think about it, they all like protect each other. It's so beautiful. Like when you really watch it, it's like yeah. they're they're really just hugging and like <laughs> and like they the- really take care of each other. It's amazing. And then we thought we saw a real fight and it was just like it I ruined heard the, the grave fight. This is the funny story that apparently like somebody saw Enzo and Big Cass planning their match at the Court Square Diner around from the creek in the cave. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oh no! They're us, man. They are us, and that is sad. (laughs) Like I feel like they're just—they should just like like, they should just like form like a stable because they're trying to do the NWO thing now with just it's the the realest heat ever. Where they should just like like recruit everyone with PR problems, like Lori Loughlin and Kevin Spacey. Just have them all have James Ellsworth in on it. (laughs) Oh my God, James Ellsworth. <laughs> oh fucking! Oh, so then, dude, imagine if James Ellworth <laughs> fucking in- interfered during the women's main event at Mania. Oh my god! I mean, there would be a part, but the wrestling pa- fan of me would be so upset. But the comedian in me would be like, "Well, this is the greatest ever. thing yeah. that's ever happened." Oh my god! Oh, also, they didn't let the New Japan people in on it, so like they ran out. They were confused. They were trying to film an angle. It was so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the next match is. Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. Which is a technical like, masterpiece. Which, seriously, Tanahashi is like second biggest legend ever in Japan. Right. It's his first time at Madison Square Garden, the most famous arena in the world. And he walks out, and the whole time everyone's just like, fuck you, Enzo! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this poor guy has to come to America and see what it is. It was such a see, bummer. Did you see like, also Enzo... Like it, he, I think he did. He was like at SummerSlam to promote his rap concert, or something. Um, but oh he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Well, yeah. he did one in L.A. He did he did one in L.A. and I like I saw it and there was like fucking nobody yeah, there. There's like seven people there. <laughs> it's just like, yo, it's like five songs about his grandma <laughs> and five songs about how he didn't rape no bitch. <laughs> and two of those songs are him telling his grandma he didn't rape no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you he's back. I bet he, I bet but, but, like, I, bet he, I think he can come back angle. to WWE, WWE in like 10, 10 years. They haven't come back in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but like aging Enzo isn't like an aging other wrestler. <laughs> like it's going to be bad. Could you Enzo's going to age so poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, he just—he really does have the look of a guy who's like just coming off Molly and yeah. ordering like <laughs> yeah. ice cream at he a diner. He looks like he's on the come down. It's like never, <laughs> but he thinks it's the high. That's the best part. So he's like, yeah, yeah, but it's like, oh, you're so pale and frail. You look like you're gonna throw up. <laughs> yeah, it's never like it's never like a Ric Flair moment. No. You're always like something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Number four, the Raw after Mania. <laughs> 
Uh, the two big things I think we can talk about are uh, the opening with uh, Kofi and Seth Rollins agreeing to a title versus title match to close out the show, which they fucked up so bad because um, it was a cool idea. And you didn't need to have a clean finish. I'm not one of these like psychos on the internet who's like, you need to have a clean finish, but why not use it to debut a new guy yeah. or debut a cool angle rather than just a tag team match with the bar? That was the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's like, okay, maybe the writers were thinking uh, Sheamus and Cesaro are from Europe. Every time they are on Raw after yeah. Mania, the crowd goes insane. So let's make that the match since if we if we mess up the match without actual good wrestlers, maybe we'll get shit. It's like they got shit anyway. Yeah. They shouldn't have plugged the match like that. I don't. It's just so... Don't if you're gonna tease us with a match, don't tease us with like a legitimate historical moment. Like, I mean, we seriously thought, at least I thought, holy shit, Kofi Kingston's about to win another title. Like Kofi Kingston's about to unify the titles. I we, was nervous it was gonna go the other way. Oh, you thought it was gonna be Rollins? That would Just be the worst the PR ever. <laughs> like literally that morning he was on Good Morning America. Like, yeah, the first black man, it took us a while. And then the next day. <laughs> a guy who dated a Nazi beats him. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, we also saw uh, the debut of Lars Sullivan, who keeps calling himself a freak. He calls himself a freak? Yeah, he's like, I'm a f- well, I mean, like, I'm a freak. I'm not a man or a uh, monster. I'm a freak. But that's the thing. I actually think that's why he went away for a while. Because remember he was, something... Like, he said something racist on... Was it, like, racist on the internet or something? Yeah, and then he disappeared. Like, that's got to be everybody in developmental. Oh, of course. And then he interfered... I mean, and then he disappeared, and it was like, oh, he's got some shit. Like, if... if if the racism thing scared him, it's because there's more. And I thought yeah. it was going to be sexist shit and weirdo stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, so he's like, I'm weirdo the freak. Stuff. And it's like, you're just m- making us want to search that <laughs> and find out what's wrong with you. Because <laughs> when a guy who looks like this says, I'm a freak. Like, We're like, yeah, we get it. But nobody says that. Like, if a guy was trying to fight you at a bar, he's not going to be like, I'm a freak. <laughs> Be like, oh, you're trying like, to this fuck. This guy's gonna eat like, my yeah, ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you want to suck my toes? <laughs> it's like that should be his character. Like his whole thing is during the match, he's just trying to get the other guy's shoes off so he can suck his toes. <laughs> and then the guy taps when yeah, he sucks his like toes. A rope match, it's a ball gag match. <laughs> also, the Undertaker came back. He looked great. Looked great. I, I loved the Elias thing. Next person who interrupts me is a dead man. So much fun. Yeah. Oh, at Mania, the Thugonomics thing. If oh, you go back for a terrific. second. I forgot about that. So fun. And, I mean, how stupid are we that we're like, oh, yeah, the reason he – it's just a fun callback. And it's like, no, he needed to wear a hat. His hair sucks. <laughs> Everybody made fun of his hair last time he was here because he's in movies now, and it's, like, long and uncomfortable, and he looks like a moron. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I could put on the hat and do the thugonomics thing. There's no way that's not why he did it. I also thought that they were going to come back with American Badass Taker, like as a callback to Thugonomics Taker. That would have been cool. So then you have Thugonomics Cena versus American Badass Taker. Um, they need that. Well, I guess they're for the Saudi show, they want it to be Elias versus Taker, which I, I love. I love but it, too. I don't think that that's – I think you have to do Taker and Sting for that. Here's the thing that sucks, though. It's like, oh, great. So all these matches we're supposed to be excited about are going to happen in a During place a war crime? we don't connect with <laughs> at fucking one in the afternoon. 
<laughs> it's like it's just not it's not the same. It's like these people are sitting on giant couches, not watching the show, just yeah. talking, <laughs> sw- like swatting their children. It was a pretty it, it was a pretty weak Raw after Mania. Um, I thought both the Raw and SmackDown after Mania, which which number four SmackDown Buddy, after Mania. SmackDown number five. I'm nothing sorry. happened. Nothing happened. The Hardys won again. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman showed up, which I was I was kind of like, what? So you couldn't wait a week for the Superstar Shake? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. And then McIntyre just disappeared at the end of the match. Yeah, yeah. It's because they didn't want to. They didn't want him to lose. They didn't want him to be near a loss. Even though he just lost to Roman Reigns. Which, no, but I I love that idea that it's like your partner is going to lose it, but run to the back before that happens because we don't want you to be associated with a pinfall that you weren't you weren't pinned. Such a weird that might be the continuity person. We might be getting a new era of wrestling where it's supposed to be realistic. I heard that they had a continuity person very briefly back in the day, and he was fired pretty fast. Because they're like, we can't operate under these constraints. We can't operate by our own rules. They were like, Kofi was Jamaican a month ago, and now he wasn't. That's a huge <laughs> continuity problem. Yeah, Brown showed up. There's really nothing more to talk about there. Um, number six, Sasha Banks is trying to quit. <laughs> she's dropping. She's, she followed the Young Bucks and AEW on Twitter. Apparently backstage, her and Bailey were very unhappy. Uh about losing the titles. I, I think they shouldn't have lost the titles. Yeah, they shouldn't have lost. Either. I mean, I don't think those well, the iconics are over what enough. what you're going for. The belts aren't over enough at all. No, uh, they're not. Yeah, and then you're putting them in the hands of, like, a comedy act. I like them, but... They're, they're a real tag team. That's the only argument. And you could make yeah. the argument that Sasha and Bailey aren't a real That's tag true. team. That's true. That's true. But I I, I... I just have to see matches. I have to see matches that are good for us to care. But at the same time, why are we talking about caring about a women's tag championship when we don't care about the men's like it's like yeah. they need to revamp all that shit i hope next week i hope the announcement is the shake-up is the fact that it's all one thing you know we're gonna have intercontinental versus u.s we're gonna have the tag champions well and- I, I think i read in one rumor like mel that they're thinking about you know, uh, bringing the Usos to Raw or something. or I, I don't think it should be. If you're going to Fox and, and you need those viewers or Fox can pull out, they need 3 million viewers by a certain date or Fox can pull out of the agreement. Oh, really? Almost positive. That's the rumor, right? Not Not the rumor. That's the contract. And you're not working towards it. It's like, screw... Uh, uh, you know this brand split. Get everybody on the same page, so you, so the people you want to see are I didn't on both know shows. That. Yeah, yeah. They they're not. The Fox they're gonna is go gonna crazy this summer. Too. I think the WWE is gonna be the best it's ever been this summer because they have no choice but to be. Yeah, but how do you get? I mean, like they made all the right booking decisions, and the ratings for Raw and SmackDown were terrible this week. Yeah, they they need like another Austin to make that happen. And they got it in Becky, but that's not. It's not. It's, it's not, not the same thing. Yeah. They need. Austin. <laughs> they need Austin. They, they need to need somehow Austin. like go back in time and have. They need to. They need to remember how to write an old man came back thing. You know, like if they wrote Austin at, like the way that they wrote what's that Batman when he's an old man. Oh yeah. Like if writers cared like that, like if it was like old man Logan, but old Stone Cold Austin. Steve Austin, people would watch again. But it never is. It's like Austin's back, so he's got a stun. An impractical well, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, they tried to do that with Kurt Angle, like Old Man Angle. 
Yeah, but he was an actual old man. <laughs> it was really tough to watch that. <laughs> that poor guy. He looks like an action figure. Yeah, you know the old the, action figures that yeah, were Just the immobile? stiffest dick ever. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And they got, really got, did not care. He got care. taken out by the freak. I mean, they do Lars not Zolman respect took him. Out. He's like, ooh, you yeah. don't have a neck. I'm a freak. Ooh. I'm into that. He's going to be a star cast, they announced. Kurt Angle? Yeah, Angle's going to be at StarCast, man. So maybe he'll jump ship to AEW. Maybe. Uh, what's he going to do in AEW, though? Yeah, nah. Yeah, he shouldn't. He, he should just, just go like, away. He, he's, like, meant now for shoot interviews and, like, being an ambassador of the oh, Special I don't want to see him on a hotel couch, man. It's so sad. <laughs> it's so sad. He's an Olympic gold medalist. The funniest is like when they do show shoot interviews with like on the hotel couch and it's like demolition and they're still wearing like half their makeup, but they have like a t shirt and sweatpants yeah. on. You're no. like, why did you have to wear the makeup? Uh, it, also, so Road Dog, I guess, stepped down from the the head writing position. Is that right, Zach? And yeah, that that's uh, the ru- the rumor is that he stepped down as head writer for SmackDown and he's just he's just getting moved somewhere else. Yeah, it was like a mutual agreement. And then another writer quit during the Hall of Fame, which we should talk about. I don't think he quit. I think he was fired. Whoa. Well, he said he quit. He said he quit? Yeah. I thought that because of the Vince thing. What uh, is the Vince thing? I don't know anything about this story. Well, apparently, like, in um, in the Hall of Fame speeches, Vince just has a weird thing where you're not supposed to thank Vince. You're not supposed to mention the name Vince. Yes, yes, I heard that. And Bret Hart mentioned it. Or no, not Bret Hart. Somebody else. No, it was Bret. That's was what Brett? I thought it was, Bret. And... You know, and then Brett got attacked, and Vince got freaked out. I guess not because of the attack, but because they had put the word Vince in the speech, so he fired some guy. But then that guy came out and said, "No, I quit." I could see either one happening. I could see myself if I work at WWE, it would be so easy for me to quit. You know, like it would be so easy. That's a job that I would like. Yeah. I would get like the th- like the third time I got yelled at when it wasn't funny anymore. I would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting gonna the go. Fuck out I'm of getting here. the fuck out of here." This is like literally in any other working condition. <laughs> like I would sue you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just let me leave. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh man, the stories we've heard about that place. So why can't you thank Vince? I have no idea. I think he, he thinks it takes away from the Hall of Fame, or what is it? I wish I knew. He's a crazy person. Let's talk about Bret Hart getting tackled, though. It wasn't on the list. By... What a what a what a life! <laughs> what a that you know what I don't like about him? What? Like he could have laughed. Like he, he made a little joke, but he's not like a funny guy. He's the most miserable <laughs> man in the world. And Did you watch 300 Days yet? He's on it. No, no. I showed you that one clip, though. He makes me on our thread so sad, With Lawrence, where, where he seriously on 300 Days goes, you know, you get a bunch of wrestlers doing cocaine. You really get to know each other. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Um, oh, I can't, I, I can't with him. It's it's such a bummer. I love that that guy had fake roster, uh, roster dreads. And did you see the dude from the Revival pop him when they were bringing yeah, him back? Yeah, he's, he he's going to get sued, right? The guy from the Revival? He has to. Scott, It was Scott Dawson? Yeah. No, Dash Wilder. Dash, Dash Wilder. Wilder. Yeah, because th- they have him, like, essentially <laughs> apprehended, and they're walking him out of the room, and he, like, comes from the side of him and just <laughs> slugs him. A mentally ill person. And the person. guy goes limp. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, he can be sued. Well, I just loved it that Travis Brown like ran in, beat like to beat the so shit out of cool. him. And I'm like, yeah, 
dude, you're going to kill him. Yeah, well, and then also, <laughs> you know, when that happens, you go, oh, that's the difference, <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's the, you know, it's like, yeah, wrestling is very hard, but when shit hits the fan, like, who showed up first? Travis you know? Brown showed he up. He probably doesn't know who the fuck Bret Hart is. <laughs> I think he was I mean, like, I need a contract. Dude, he's even out of it. It's like... That's one thing, but also it's he like so fast I feel there. bad for security at wrestling shows because how are you supposed to know who's supposed to be there and who's not? It's the most absurd, dumb thing. It's like no, the guy in the roster hat, he's not supposed to be here, but the guy in the uniform yeah, hat is. Yeah, exactly. To be here. It's like why would security stop what any normal person would assume is an angle? Like, because imagine security grabbed like any wrestler when they were trying to do an angle it happens all the time you know it's i, I don't know I oh think- it was great though i mean it wasn't great it was sad <laughs> to see it happen but i did like the new hall of fame setup where it's love in the ring love it. i hope they keep going with that they're going to they have to it's the smartest and they bring idea. back the rasta guy every they need to make and they and need and to the make rasta it guy ta- like tackles bret hart in a different part of the yeah, arena every year yeah. like you bret know, hart's at home he's like i'm at home there's no way that it, and then he just comes through the window and yeah. tackles him <laughs> and then travis brown comes in and beats the shit out of him i think to really sell it too is i i think these hall of fame shows should they should feel like an episode of raw or smackdown yeah they should have backstage segments with legends yeah. they should have like Give those guys moments to shine in cool ways, you know? Like, let a guy punch a guy in the ring because there's a fucking ring there now. Oh, dude, you know what we should produce? We'd make a lot of fucking money on this. You and I should actually will get into this. And, Zach, you're part of it, too, now. The night of the Hall of Fame, we set up a smaller place of wrestlers who weren't invited to the WWE Hall of Fame and we, and we give them. that we honor them and just have like Scott Steiner cut a program like cut a wow. cut a promo on like how many fucking goons would show up yeah we have Enzo do a so song many. in the beginning he hosts Dude, it it's like Joey Janela's spring break this <laughs> yeah. weekend I'm like looking at the last weekend I'm looking at the lineup it's like S.A. Rios and it's like oh Joey fucking parties like he gets it it's like no one was asking S.A. Rios to do shit Wrestlemania weekend he just like played the vid- he played No Mercy a couple weeks ago and was like oh let's see what this guy's doing <laughs> he, he just works at the venue he was booking <laughs> number seven student rko's principal yeah love it have you seen it did you see the video no there's video there's a video yeah no yeah uh, it's, it's it's not a real move so he tries to do it the principal like pushes him and then like goes for a punch oh. the principal would have beaten the shit out of him and then the kid got arrested I guess that's what's got to happen. The kid doesn't even get his arms around the guy. Before <laughs> is the, the kid like doing it as a Talk joke or is the it. principal like reprimanding him and he's like, you know what? RKO out of nowhere. <laughs> he literally shouts, RKO, reaches his arms up and the principal tosses him against the wall. Oh, no, the kid's just being hilarious. Yeah, that's just funny. <laughs> I remember I was in seventh grade and my sister was 10 years older than me. Yeah. And my English teacher like saw her around and thought she was pretty. I was in the seventh grade and I remember him talking to me after school outside like about how he wants to fuck my sister. <laughs> and so I remember picking up like a, like a tree branch and being like, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah. And he was like, chill. <laughs> But I don't know why I'm telling you this, but what I'm saying is, like, some teachers, like, need, like, like he, the kid's joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just a funny, like, you don't get him arrested. You, you give picked him, up a tree, you, too, like no, your Thor? No, I, I picked up, like, a big branch. Let's Here's the go. video. All right, for those of you at home, you can follow with us. <laughs> the principal just... Not even an RKO. <laughs> Cut to him in court. <laughs> 
It's like, uh, yes. It's like this little Dominican kid. <laughs> Poor Dominican kid goes to jail. It's like, dude, I'm just trying to be hilarious. Because <laughs> that's all he was trying to be is funny. Like, yeah, he, it's like, why funny. would you attack your principal? It's like, because it's like, fuck, it's kind of funny. Because there's like this, people do RKOs out of nowhere. It's hilarious. I like how Randy Orton clearly loved it and can't do shit about it. Because usually, that's the other thing. Usually when it's like, Kid does wrestling move to it's like it's like fun it's like dead five year old sister <laughs> oh, yeah there's, right there's that and now too. it's like oh a teacher got irritated and it's like I've seen teachers like pummeled yeah the internet is full of that shit and so it's like oh a kid trying to be he's essentially trying to pants a teacher and you're gonna arrest him yeah I mean what if he like this is so fucked up but what if like he pulled a Parkland after that? <laughs> It was like, oh, my fake wrestling moves aren't going to work. <laughs> oh, no. Get ready, motherfuckers. I'll show you. Some. <laughs> I'll break kayfabe. <laughs> All right. Well. And it's also like the kid is clearly a fucking idiot. Like, he didn't think of it. Someone was like, you should RKO the principal. And there's kids <laughs> who are just like, yeah. Like, they don't know. Dude, I remember... We, I told a buddy of mine to throw a ball of cream cheese at a at a teacher during lunch, right? So yeah. he did, and it whacked her in the back of the fucking head, right? Yeah. Boom! Cream cheese all over the back of her head. And he went, oh, shit, and he ducked, <laughs> right? We told him to. He ducked, and then he grabbed more cream cheese and rubbed it on his face. And she didn't know who did it. He rubbed cream cheese on his face, stood up immediately. She turns around. She was like, hey, who? And then he stood up as she's yelling. And he was like, someone also hit me with cream cheese. <laughs> and then she was like, you, to the office. <laughs> of course. He like rubbed it on him like Indian paint, like, like Rambo paint. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, kids are stupid. This wasn't his idea, and now he's gonna suspended? go to jail. <laughs> like this kid's gonna go to jail. Go no, I don't think he got suspended. Oh, number eight injuries. AJ Styles has a hip injury, which is like, that's no, that's not good. Not with that haircut. <laughs> the, the haircut. <laughs> I mean, once you have a hip injury, like, those are the Undertaker injuries, right? And the Hogan yeah. injuries, where you can't really go anymore. Yeah, I think he's almost gone. He's got to be. How old? How old is AJ Styles? Forty-one, I think. Yeah, he's almost done. He did it all. It sucks because I think I think we've. I hate saying this. I think we've been nice to him while he's been in the WWE because he's great. Yeah. But he's not what he was. I remember watching like TNA AJ when I was a kid. And, and, and he's if very listen, good when he faces somebody with a WWE style. He's very good when he faces Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Or John Cena or Randy Orton. That's true. He gets tripped up when he uh, when he faces the people that you think it's going to be a dream match. Yeah, and I think it's just hard to translate that. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't I, know. I just remember watching AJ, and, and I'm so glad like guys like Will Ospreay and, and Ricochet are saying it now, where it's like AJ's the reason they wanted to be wrestlers. Yeah. That's amazing. This guy who wasn't in the WWE is, a, is the reason some guys wanted to do this? Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think he was the greatest, and I think it's a bummer that we don't really get to see that. Hopefully he comes back. Ray Mysterio got injured, too, by Baron Corbin. Ray's always just going to get injured every two months. He wants his kid to be a wrestler. Dominic? And have you seen him? Yeah, so Dominic's the rumor was that the whole reason he came back to the company was because he want he wanted Dominic to like get into the system. And then you see Dominic and it's like, "Oh, you're nothing like you're just a normal He's God. just like a regular fat kid. Like he's just a fat person. Well, what I wanted in that angle is I wanted fucking he'd take out he had to take out Ray and then him to take out Dominic. 
How awesome Ooh, would that have been? That would have been great. At Manias. And it would have fit Joe's character. And a call and that callback to, you know, Guerrero messing with him and Dominic. Yeah. Oh, remember when Sam Punk said happy birthday to Dominic? That was the so best. So cool. We need uh, more of that. We need more of that. Number nine, Viceland documentaries. I've seen now both the Macho Man one and the Bruiser Brody. Uh, guys, just watch them immediately. They're fantastic. Yeah, I gotta wa- I gotta watch them. I haven't. Bru- uh, which one? It's, it's, Would you it's watch the murder with a lady? Bruises, Bruiser Brody? Um, well, here the Bruiser Brody story is like I didn't really know that much about it. So, like for a wrestling fan, it's more interesting just because I'm like, oh my god, this was so fucked up. Macho Man and Elizabeth, like I, you know, I basically knew everything that was in there, mm. um, but. You know, it's kind of it's kind of fun because they do like these cutaways, these like eighty cutaways to like, 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 and they're kind of fun of like Macho Man meeting Elizabeth at the gym, and like, uh, apparently cool. like the first time that they met, like it was the weirdest pickup line. Like Elizabeth is, was like, "Your eyes are so red," and he goes, "You should see where they are from here," or something like that. It's like weird. That, she's like, "Wow, she's like, that's when I knew." That's not a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how did she get into the business? She got in the business. I guess she just worked into the at a gym that Randy Savage was in, and he and he got it. So, oh, so she she, he she got her into the business. Wow, that is a bummer. It's a crazy documentary. Like Luger, when they were dating, put her up. I guess in the same apartment complex. Have you seen it, Zach? He put him up. He put her up in the same apartment complex that him and his wife were at. So he was dating, like you know, he was with his wife, but he was also dating her. Whoa, it's crazy. Luger um, killing it. <laughs> <laughs> In the worst way possible. Yeah. And finally, number 10. This week is the WWE draft. Who do you see going to what brand, Scott? All right. Here we go. Braun to SmackDown. Obviously. If Ronda's still involved. Nah, she'll probably be a surprise, right? But Ryan is going to SmackDown. There's no way she's not. Yeah, she won't. She won't help move the needle, though. I'll tell you that much. I, yes, I agree. I don't think anyone can help move the needle. Mm. I, I think you actually the way you have to look at it now, which really sucks, is you have to go. Which one of these wrestlers is friends with someone successful that might do good for business? You know, right? So you go, oh, wherever Becky goes, maybe Connor will show up. You don't are like, they you, friends? You Becky think, and Connor. I mean, they're nice to each other. There's like. A thousand people in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely friends. But um, oh man, I don't know. I mean, Rollins stays on Raw. Rollins should quit. Should quit. He's the champion, and he should quit. <laughs> what does he do? Like, what is he doing? What's his character? What's his like? What's his? Burn he's it the, down. He's the architect. What? But what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> like, I mean, because that's what it was. It was like, so the shield came out, right? And it was like Roman was the muscle. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose was this loose cannon. He was so goddamn interesting. He was the coolest thing in the world. I remember before Ambrose showed up, CM Punk posting a photo of him in a dark match going, our secret weapon. Like, being like, this guy's going to save the fucking company when he shows up. He was right. so interesting when he showed up. And then Rollins was just a good wrestler, but we like didn't even really know it at first. Yeah. And so it was like, well, he's the architect. Well, what does that mean? Well, I thought he was oh, a really he good heel ha- champ. He when formed he was... the shield. Okay, but he didn't. The writers did. So what does he actually <laughs> fucking do? He does nothing. 
It's like, you know, like when a, you know, when a high five and the wrestler, it's like, you know, like, oh, like no gravity, whatever. Like there's like a thing. And then with him, it's like the architect, but it's based on a thing he didn't do. He starts building. He didn't do anything. So who do you, what, 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 we, we should talk about this. Where, where is the mysterious hand puppet going? Smackdown or Raw? Ooh. I'm saying Raw <laughs> because I seriously think Fox would go, hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We're fine. We're absolutely fine. Oh, I guess the rumors is that it's probably Bray Wyatt. But um, uh, it's definitely Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I mean, that's a fun place for James Ellsworth to show up. What's so funny is is people were like, you know, people in the comments like. The thing about a lot of these comments is it is children. That's everywhere, by the way. Like, even if you're watching, like, adult content on the internet, you're talking to kids most of the time who think they know what they're talking about. And yeah. it's, like, the people who are just like, oh, that's Bray's laugh. That This is this is it. Like, it's it's him. And they're, like, it, like excited about that. Like, this man isn't about to be ruined completely. It's, like, what are... What are they, are How they quickly? Push like a cart with that's the what we need to talk about. How quickly is this just gonna... <laughs> be dropped. And now it's, like... Can we start using the continuity guy after this fails? Because I don't want Bray to have to stay with this forever. I don't want him to have to explain this in a year. Just let him be something else in a year. It's gonna be so shit. What are you gonna do with it? And then like, okay, 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 and who do you face? What baby face is gonna stand in the ring with you while you're like underneath a desk, being like, you holding a goddamn puppet in your hand? Who's not gonna? And then the baby face is going to slap a puppet. That's going to be the cool moment. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's weird. It's going to be so bad. So bad. He needs a lot of puppets. He needs a I lot. I mean, if he like, if it was an angle like he was behind the death of Jim Henson and they like did that, then maybe, maybe, maybe it would work as a heel. I don't know, man. I guess Roman goes to SmackDown. Yeah, it really is. It really is this feeling of like, usually the shakeup is to benefit the wrestlers, is to benefit matches. And it's like, oh, well, if this person went here, what match would I want to see? I can't think of a match that I go, oh, thank God this guy is moved here now because I can see this happen. I don't see it and I don't want to be negative, but it's like, this is where we're at. That's why there's a shakeup. You don't shake up something that's going well. Yeah, it's uh, and there's nobody from NXT that you'd want to bring up right now. No, and even when you do, like Johnny Gargano is the he's the he's gonna be a job one of the best wrestlers the in the world. He's like five foot two. He's like yeah, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna be a jobber on the roster. They're gonna fucking uh, the undisputed era is gonna be just like run into the ground as soon as they come there, with the exception of yeah. like maybe Bobby Fish does okay. I th- yeah, I think Undisputed Era should have should have interfered in the Kofi um Brian match because when you when you have an interference, it's like why would they why would a wrestler want to ruin this moment between these two belts? And it's like, oh, maybe if you're trying to cause chaos or something. You know, it's right. like to have these guys come out and ruin it. And then they explain on SmackDown, Cesaro and Sheamus explain, hey, the reason we came out, Kofi, is because you would have lost and we wanted you, we wanted the titles to stay on SmackDown. Like, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? This is so stupid. So bad. All right. Well, we got to wrap up here. Scott, what do you got to plug? This comes out Monday, tomorrow. 
Oh man, I got shows, but I don't. Okay, so yeah, just follow me. I just dropped the mic. Uh, just follow me at Scott underscore Chaplin on uh, Instagram and check my stories. I post uh, my shows daily on there, and also just yeah, just type up Scott Chaplin and you'll find me on Facebook and all those other things. Yeah, check out my website. I got tour dates coming up. I'll be in LA doing some shows. Um, I'll be at Starcast. Uh, please rate and subscribe to this podcast. And uh, Zach, what do you got? Pack of Fools on YouTube, guys. Subscribe to Pack of Fools on YouTube. We do uh, podcasts, and we just released a Game of Thrones trivia episode for Game of Thrones that just premiered last night, I guess, at this, at this point. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys.